Hello, welcome back to How About That Crypto. You are watching your daily crypto news and updates with your host, Bitcoin Stylist on Twitter and Bitcoin Hairstylist on Instagram. I'm here Monday through Friday and I explain crypto and Web3 while keeping you up to date on all the latest. Today's news stories are, will Dogecoin attempt a Twitter takeover and join Elon Musk? We talk about DAOs, aka decentralized autonomous organizations, and how they will change society and the world. And play to earn games is changing video games around the world. That's right. Earn money while you play games. What does all this mean? Not to worry. I will explain it all. But first, if you look, if you like or don't like the content, please let me know by leaving a comment below. If you're listening on podcast, please give me five stars. If you're watching on YouTube, please smash the subscribe button, ring the bell. It helps support the channel and it doesn't cost you anything. Just to be clear and litigious, this is not financial advice. This is for entertainment purposes only. You can use the links below to do your own research. My prayers continue to go out to the Ukrainian people and all those affected by the war. Hopefully this is over sooner than later. Now, I have an announcement I'm going to make probably on every video. If you like this, if you feel like all this is too confusing, just keep listening. I do these videos to layer on top of each other. After a week or two of listening daily, if you still don't understand, please reach out to me. You can leave a link. You can leave a comment below. You can leave a comment below even if you don't understand one, but give it a shot. Listen. Don't just kind of like say, oh, I listened for a few minutes and I don't get it. But this stuff builds on top of each other. This is not simple stuff. So please reach out to me. You can also private message me on Twitter. And uh, my handle is Bitcoin Stylist. And there's a link in the description below. Okay. So the intro was a little clickbaity, but this is going to be very educational. Okay. A new DAO called Dow Dow has been launched. I know this sounds funny or maybe even ridiculous to some of you. First, let's start with what is a DAO. DAO is an acronym for Decentralized Autonomous Organization. I have discussed these before, but let's review. And so, okay, so a DAO, think of it like an HOA I, and it, or a condo board. Uh, think of if you live in a condo or you live in a home, uh, like a community that has an HOA, then you know that there are rules and documents. Like you can't buy a property in this community until you read over the bylaws and you sign a piece of paper saying you agree to what the rules are. For some HOAs, it's like you can't paint your the you can't paint your front door any other color but white. Or if you want to paint your paint your house, you have to get approval or you have to keep your lawn cut to a certain level. Uh, yes, these are real things for people you do, who do not know. Not all HOAs are super strict, but a lot of the times the whole idea is they have these type of rules so that the so that it create it maintains some sort of value and aesthetic uh aesthetic that the community can agree on in condos there are rules about governing like the common areas like you know you can't leave your packages out in front of your door you can't put your you can't leave your shoes in front of your door you have to leave all your stuff inside or uh it also governs um a governing there's a governing body there are a board of directors and these board of directors are voted once a year and and these people make decisions on like hiring a management company and they make decisions on the budget. Uh, certain decisions have to be voted on. Certain decisions do not have to be voted on. All of those are written into what are called bylaws. Well, a decentralized autonomous organization is basically a computer coded program 
of all those bylaws of an HOA. So basically you're automating it. And I have some examples of how it can be used. So let me, let's go to that. And if you're listening on podcasts, you can use the links below and, um, or you can just follow along. Okay. So right here I have, um, I have, this is by the broncos.com. They are trying to buy the Broncos. They, it is up for sale. The Colorado has been fr- is being is friendly to crypto and uh, the city or the state has given it the green light to say they support this. Okay. So let's take a look. I want to just read some open boxes here. Uh, it says, what is the goal of buy the broncos.com the buy the Broncos down? The goal is to purchase the Denver Broncos as a community and put ownership in the hands of fans who can participate. You, your auntie, anyone. If you can create an online profile and navigate a website, you are qualified. Follow our socials to be updated once things go live. Well, what is a DAO? The term DAO stands for Decentralized Autonomous Organization. They are typically built on blockchain using smart contracts. I've talked about smart, smart contracts before. Smart contracts are essentially... Imagine if a lawyer and a bank got together in a computer code, computer program, and you wanted to buy something from me. Well, how do you know that I have, who gives the money first or the property first? Like if I'm sending you something or I'm agreeing to loan you money, that's an easier one. If I agree to loan you money, then, uh, but I want you to put up some sort of collateral. Say, I want you to put up Bitcoin and I'm going to give you USD, US dollar coin. And then who sends the money for, who sends the digital asset first? Well, with a smart contract, both parties have to fulfill their side in order to release the the assets on onto the other side. So it's a, uh, it's basically like, it's a smart contract. It's a contract that you don't need anybody helping uh, manage it. Uh, okay, so they allow participants to make collective decisions. These are, okay, so a DAO. A DAO allows participants to make collective decisions regarding governance, operations, and leaderships. Functionally, DAOs are basically online co-ops or condo boards or HOAs. If we are successful at purchasing the Broncos, the fans would govern the team through a DAO, which would take the legal form of a cooperative. Your membership in the cooperative makes you an owner of the Broncos and thus able to participate in the governance. The DAO is regulated by smart contracts, which ensure every single member is subject to the same rules. So smart contracts are basically going to say, uh, everyone needs to vote and we do what the vote says. So no special privileges, no, no backroom deals, you know, no handshakes, no nothing, just like straight up what you expect a democratic process to be and no manipulation. All right. I mean, that's kind of the idea anyway. All right. What is a cooperative? A cooperative is a type of business that has existed for hundreds of years. Many cooperatives were pioneered in England to push back against the robber barons of the Industrial Revolution. Cooperatives are owned by their members. That is the people who produce or purchase the goods that the cooperative sells. If we succeed in funding and ultimately purchasing the Broncos, fans would be members of a Broncos cooperative. They would have a voice in certain decisions regarding the Broncos governance, operations, and leadership. Remember what I said about on the condo board, certain decisions are voted on 
but certain decisions are not. So you can vote for your for your for the board member and the board member is allowed to make decisions. Even if you don't like those decisions, you voted for that person. It's kind of like voting for the president or voting for a member of Congress. You might like them. You might vote them in, but you might decide that you didn't like their decisions. So next time chance you get to vote, you can vote them out. But you don't get to vote on every single decision. Now, it says, if we don't buy the Broncos, can I get my money back? Yes. If we are not able to buy all or part of the Broncos, you will have options to be reimbursed. So I think that's pretty cool. What do you think? Uh, leave a comment below. Let me know what your thoughts are. I think that uh, that I love this. I'm just going to kind of keep moving on. Let's look at, so let's look at this, this thing called the Dow Dow. All right. So you got a, a kind of a basic understanding of how this thing can be used. All right. So this new platform called DowDow is kind of like Squarespace or any other website building platform. If you're not familiar, then basically it simplifies the process for building a website. So you don't have to know how to code. So it's basically like it's basically like um, using like a, like a slideshow, like a Google Slides or PowerPoint, where you can just kind of like put a picture here, put a text box there, and you can create a slideshow or, or same thing with Squarespace. You can do, do that where it's like, everything's kind of like modulated for you and you don't have to code anything, but you can code, but you don't have to. Well, that's basically what this is. And uh, so the DAO DAO is a platform that you can create your own DAO on. So I just want to read some stuff. Um, all right. So it says the current model of ownership for some of the largest organizations in the world is broken. Pro sports franchises, sports, social media platforms and entire cities are owned and controlled by a small handful of wealthy individuals. In the Web2 world, there, there was nothing we could do about this ownership inequality. But in Web3, everyday users have the power to take back control of these billion dollar organizations. So basically, you can create a DAO to buy Google in theory. I mean... I don't know if it'll happen, but like, but in theory, you could create a DAO, a bunch of people could get together to buy it. Now, is it going to be a perfect? No, uh, but I think that's kind of what they're saying. But how it says with takeover DAOs, takeover DAOs allow individuals to form a community and pull money together to purchase incredibly expensive assets. Here are three examples. So I'm just going to like skim over them. Uh, one, one of these DAOs is looking to buy an NBA franchise. Um, now this one's interesting. Links Dow is building the world's greatest golf and leisure club that is truly governed by its members. So it says, uh, let's see. Members will be, will help decide approval of functional operating committees. So you vote for your basically representative or someone to make someone to manage it. Cause like you can't have every single decision in a business or organization made by the members, you have to have somebody who can handle the day-to-day -day stuff, physical club selection process, approval, club rules, including culture, activities, design, and overall vision, club membership rules, admin admissions policies, marketing partnerships, and sales. All these can be decisions made by the DAO. And it says, mm, yeah, that's not important. Okay, so keep moving on. Uh, so this one is called City Dow. They bought a 40-acre parcel in Wyoming. Uh, Wyoming passed a law that said that a Dow can buy 
can buy uh, land and they came up. I don't even know why you need laws for that. It's just another entity, you know? So uh, with very, with ownership, that's, that's governed by a software program essentially. So I don't understand why you need a law for that. Um, it says here, it says putting land on chain has several benefits, instant land transfers, reduced legal complexity, democratization of ownership through crowdfunding. Currently land is only available to large investors who can afford an entire parcel. This will make it open, transparent, transparent and program, programmable digital records. This 40-acre parcel in Wyoming is just the beginning for City Dow. We are, we are seeing the future of land and property ownerships develop in real time thanks to City Dow. But it doesn't end here. The possibility of takeover Dow is endless. Even social media giants such as Twitter are primed to be disrupted. This week, Elon Musk bought 9.2% stake in Twitter, making him the largest shareholder. Now, one individual owns almost 10% of a $40 billion company. But imagine instead of Elon, a Dow purchased that stake in Twitter. That would allow thousands of people to now have say in the governance of major social platform just instead of just one person. So think about that. Think about all the fake news. Think about censorship. If if the community owned this social platform, the community could decide. They could vote. And um, I think that this is really interesting stuff here. Uh, I I, like I'm super fascinated by it. Um, so now you know why I mentioned in my title. So the Dow Dow is going to enable enable different coins to be used. You can pay, you can buy into a Dow with Dogecoin, Solana, Bitcoin, Ethereum. So that's why I said a bunch of Dogecoin holders could take over Twitter and hang out with with Elon, and then Elon and the Doge community could essentially run Twitter and take over maybe another 10%, own like tw almost 20%. So someone should do it and I'll buy into that. I got some Dogecoin. I'm one, I would love to utilize, you have some utility for. So now that you have a, have a high level overview, what, what I think about all this, you know, I think this will be the next big thing coming from crypto. This would be just a new way to make co-ops transparent, get rid of nepotism and other forms of favoritism and manipulation that happens in co-ops. Uh, so maybe this is not as amazing in terms of business. Uh, you know, this could just be a way to make co-ops more transparent. Yeah. And make them easier to manage and run and um, and no like, yeah, no secret moves or whatever. So. I'll give you an example. Statistically, employee-owned businesses fail due to two main reasons. Nepotism, which is favoring friends and relatives for jobs, and bloated benefits packages. I doubt that the Dow will save a business from going under due to the owners of that Dow trying to enrich themselves. So if it's a bunch of employees who just want like all these benefits and then the business goes under because it has a rough year and it can't take out a loan or whatever and it's running negative, and, you know, it's a, a business still has to be profitable. However, you could write into the bylaws and require certain changes require unanimous vote. So you could say like, hey, like we can't increase your benefits package unless it's a unanimous vote. That would make that would reduce the likelihood of making decisions that would potentially harm the business. Instead, you could say 
profits, um, a certain percentage of profits get invested back into the business, but the rest get distributed amongst uh, the amongst the members of the DAO or the employees or whatever, whoever owns the the DAO, like whoever the members of this decentralized autonomous organization are. So this could just be software to help employee-owned businesses run or co-ops run or condo boards run. Actually, it's a really good idea to use this for a condo building. Um, so anyway... Uh, yeah, because you could issue the tokens based on the size of the property. Anyway, um, what are your thoughts on this? I would love to hear from you. Do you think this sounds like communism? Because <laughs> I feel like someone's gonna say that. I just think it's I just think it's cool because like it does give access to people, uh, give access to larger assets to people. Um, you know. Yeah, what are your comments? Uh, so this is just for business that I'm talking about. The examples we talked about is owning assets earlier, the Broncos, an NBA team, uh, a golf club, a parcel of land. There would be management handling the assets or businesses. Voting, voting by coin holders would probably cause the rich to have a greater say if each coin equals one vote. So if you got a lot of money, you could just buy up more votes. This doesn't sound very different than basically anything else that's happening. It just, like I said, makes things more transparent. And at least you know who is the strong voter, who like, you know, that certain things can't happen unless the unless the uh, software, you know, the requirements are met. And um, so it just gives more transparency. Um, so I don't know if it sounds so great. What do you think? Uh, okay, what about how using this to affect change? A nonprofit could form as a DAO and decisions where about where the money goes can be decided by the donors and coin holders. There's a really interesting DAO that was trying to raise to, to trying to create a coin for um, for different communities. One was the LGBT community. I don't know if it got off the ground, but the idea was by creating this 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 DAO, you could uh, have these coins could be used at businesses. And every time someone uses the coin, a transaction fee goes into a treasury and that treasury uh, builds up money and the board of directors that are voted by coin holders because one coin equals one vote, kind of like shares in a business company. And then you can and then all the people can decide what to do. It's like, hey, we're going to we want to use this money for these three things, you know, raise money for awareness or help someone in a lawsuit or relocate a group of people. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, so that it could be used for that, for those purposes. And that sounds pretty cool. Uh, the DAO could also just play a specific role. The DAO does not have to own the entirety of something. They could just govern aspects of an asset, business or nonprofit. For example, a DAO buying into a football team would have the following, could have the following rights. They could get dividend payments of profits based on their coin holdings. So there's this thing called an airdrop where you could, every token holder could get, you know, you have to like create this called like a, you have to like create like a trust line or something saying, hey, like this is my wallet address. I own these tokens. And uh, there's a function where you take a snapshot of the wallets and based on what coins are in those wallets, if you own the coins of the DAO, it'll send you uh, send you either USD or some other crypto or more DAO coins. And uh, you'll get you'll kind of it's like just like getting dividend automatically getting dividends. So there's a function for that. These profits could be a fixed percentage 
the section of the stadium, there could be a section of the stadium uh, could be reserved for DAO members or coin holders. These seats in this section, this DAO section could be act like timeshares and each holder would have a right to a certain number of games. So each token could equal, um, you know, one game uh, for the whole season. So if you own five to coins, you could go to five games and each coin is unique. So you couldn't like double, you couldn't use it twice. So you could literally, if I had five coins, I could send you one coin. And if I used that coin, then you wouldn't be able to use it. So there would have to be some sort of verification process, but that's just programming software. Um, they could also, people could also vote on uniforms, sponsors, you know, hey, we don't want to work with Starbucks or that's a bad, maybe that's not a good, uh, we don't want to work with, I don't know, some company that has a, has a bad social record, according to your opinion. So you could say, hey, we want to use the, we want these, these three sponsors are, 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 what's it called? Um, like uh, proposing, they want to, oh my gosh, I'm drawing a blank, but uh, competing <laughs> or bidding. Okay, these three, these three sponsors are bidding to, to like be a sponsorship. This is the money, this is the company, vote for it and you could vote for it. And you know, the more money, the more dividend payments you get. So you'll be making decisions based on, you know, as an entrepreneur, but also like you don't want to be associated with certain brands. Uh, food in the stadium. I don't like hot dogs. I want some vegan dogs, or I, 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 I want, I want some Korean food or whatever. You know, it's like, you know, give me some bulgogi beef and uh, get rid of the uh, the hamburgers. I don't know. Uh, types of beer different types of beer. It's like, get rid of all those IPAs. And why do you only serve Budweiser? Like, you know, some, give me like a, give me like some golden monkey, you know, that's some good stuff right there. Uh, renovations. It could be like, Oh, we're going to do some renovations. Uh, we, this is, we, these are the plans that we were thinking, you know, someone could, could give different plans, whatever. So anyway, I think I just convinced myself even further that I want to create a DAO for my own industry. So what are your thoughts? What do you think about all this? Does this all make sense? I mean, you're basically just like giving rights uh, of ownership and, and decision-making to people that only need a small amount of money and they can have a voice. It might be a small voice, but it's a voice nonetheless and it represents ownership. And those assets would go up in value, or sorry, the, the coins would go up in value based on the underlying asset. So essentially people could own large assets that typically, you know, especially in the private sector, like franchise, like NFL franchises, you can't own that. So what are your thoughts? Leave a comment below. And I am moving on to our last, uh, last uh, story for the day. All right. Author Randy Breen, who's an advisor to Bright Star Studios and Ember Sword, Ember Sword. What? reports for nasdaq how play to earn is changing the business of gaming i'm just going to read this first paragraph when we hear about globalization we think of public policy trade agreements immigration and big business but oftentimes the connectivity of the world isn't happening in boardrooms but in virtual environments accessed from across the world massively multiplayer online games or mmos have changed the way we interact, form friendships, and establish communities, allowing 
people to connect and socialize without borders and virtual playful environments. One of the most investing as interesting aspects of this rapid globalization of communities is the economies that have grown out of them. How players have placed, how players places create value on digital goods and services, online games and MMOs in particular have been at the forefront of innovative business strategies, enabling participation from all around the world. This has ranged from players wishing to sell their digital goods for real life currency to large companies inventing entirely new business models. So I think this is super interesting. So I have a story. I've told this before. You can go back and watch the episode about Axie Infinity, but Axie Infinity is a game. It's like kind of like Pokemon. You got these little furry creatures, furry, they're on the computer, but they look furry creatures. You have to own three of them. Uh, in order to battle, you need a team of three and you battle other people. And if you win the battle, you earn you earn SLP coins. SLP coins can be transferred to an exchange and so and transferred and exchanged for fee, uh, stable coin. Stable coin can be cashed out for fiat currency and you can pay your bills. Eventually, that SLP coin might be accepted uh, for rent, or you'll exchange it for uh, a stable coin like USDC, and someone will take that for rent. So then you don't have to do the last conversion to fiat, or you might, I don't know. Uh, but the point is that this game grew so big that people in Venezuela, Philippines, Indonesia, Mexico, during COVID, when every, all the economies shut down and vaccines weren't really available, so they were like locked down for a long period of time in rural areas, and they just hadn't, they were, had no money uh, because there were no tourists coming in. So this enabled people to make a living. And there are some really cool documentaries on a uh, docu, like uh, investigative journalists that went out to act to the Philippines and like talk to these people. Everyone was playing this game and it was either making as much money or more than what they were making before the pandemic. And then as the game got more popular, the coin kind of started to decline. So then it became something supplemental. Like there was this old couple saying that if it wasn't for this game, they wouldn't be able to afford their medicine because no more tourism and they're afraid to go out of the house so it's a form of escapism entertainment and a small amount of income so currently there are a lot of bigger games that restrict users from selling their assets in the game um i believe that this is for this is for control not their claim protection of gamers um so like Right now, there's a big rift between these play to earn games and bigger gaming companies. And uh, some players think that they don't want to turn it into that. But I don't get that. Um, they don't. Anyway, so check this out. Gain game purchases have ha in game purchases have hit $54 billion in 2020. That's right. A B billion gaming companies can now allow users to trade or sell their assets to recoup some of these costs. So I have, I do have this, like, that's not really what's happening, but it's forcing some of these like new games, like Axie Affinity are forcing the big companies to take another look and they might be starting to create games that are built on block with blockchain technology. Check out this excerpt. The introduction of blockchain to paid cosmetics and virtual goods has the potential to drive new economic models for the gaming industry. So paid cosmetics are like your outfits or your hair or whatever. So this is really what people are paying for in the games. So it has the potential to drive new economic models for the gaming industry, a model that is likely to be dominated by NFTs. So each, each, each cosmetic or each outfit 
is unique. So it's called, it's so it's non-fungible. So you create a non-fungible token to show uh, ownership and authenticity. So you, if you want to sell that asset, it has to accompany with an NFT. So in order to use this new outfit on your avatar in the game <coughs> or a gun or, uh, or a car and say, I want to sell my car. Well, it would be done by transferring the NFT. The NFT would be verified in the game and then you would get your car. This gives players ownership over their purchase while sharing resale revenue with the developers and adding economic value to the gaming community. So what do you think about all this? It was a lot. I think I ran over a way longer than I normally do, but I felt like this was really big stuff. This is the kind of stuff that is really going to change, change things in the world. This is one of the big reasons why I'm excited about it, about Web3 and crypto. What are your thoughts about this? Please leave a comment below. If you're listening on podcast, please give me five stars. If you're watching on YouTube, please smash the, smash the subscribe button, ring the bell. It supports, it helps support the channel. It doesn't cost you anything. Have a good day. Hot along.